we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be playing uh, some of our top interviews and some throwbacks. So, keep it locked. Red is going to be running the boards, and uh, we'll see you in the new year. Happy holidays. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what it is, man? It's your boy, Block 80 from VA 757, man. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. What's going on, DJ Envy, man? I had a call job probably like last year around November, man, and busted freestyle for y'all. Mm-hmm. And probably like two months later, uh, somebody had hit me up from a um, scam account for uh, Fat Joe, man. Y'all need to let Fat Joe know somebody around here using his face card scamming uh, young they, up and coming artists, man. What they say? What they scam you out of? They ain't scam me out of nothing. They they tried to. What, what it was? He he hit me up talking about some man. I heard you on the Breakfast Club, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying. He like, I think you got it, man. So he hit me with an ID call. That's what messed me up. I'm thinking my life about to change. 
He called me on the IG. I see Fat Joe face. I say, yo. He say, yo. And then the call, then I take a picture real quick and put so I can have for my IG. And then the call in, he like, I'm in the studio. I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna call you back. I'm busy right now. So we we conversating over like two days and he don't never video me back. And stuff started getting a little sketchy. He started asking me, he like, yeah, so I wanna see if you serious. So I want you to put up a little money to get your uh record on um Breakfast Club for about a week and we're gonna see what the people say. And if the people like it, then we're gonna take you to the labels. Oh boy. Go talk to the labels or something. How much did he ask so, for? Huh? How much? It won't that it was like it was probably like a hundred and something dollars. So that what made me real even more skeptical. I'm like, come on man, Fat Joe trying to if he really trying to help me change my life, I know he ain't gonna <laughs> ask me for the one fifty, but it's like maybe they wanna see if you know what I'm saying, you willing to put something towards oh, boy. you know, your career, you believe in yourself. But let's hear this freestyle, let's hear a new one. It's almost a year later. Oh yeah, I got one for y'all. This is off my song called Need Me. It's available on all platforms on the block 80. B-L-O-K dot 80. Come on, rap, go. go. Uh, I want my shorty back. I love that bitch more than rap. Gave her my all on the track. Left her a message, she never called me back. Ooh. Guess what goes around? Don't always come back around like a cul-de-sac. She was with rappers like Lil Yachty, letting them call the shots. Is that why you ain't calling me back? But don't, baby, if you call that rap, now she f***ing with 6 9 First of all, you know you can't curse on the radio. I, I think okay. Jay-Z might call you now. Oh, my fault, my fault. Hey, look. But wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So your shorty was messing with Lil Yachty? I'm bringing it back without cursing. <laughs> well, well. You won't bring it back without nope, cursing? No, 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 no. I no, love the good. fact I've never heard anybody use cul-de-sac in a rap. A cul-de-sac? Well, I want to tell... A cul-de-sac. Well, I want to tell everybody, if somebody hits you on Instagram and they're not verified, meaning they're blue check, that's not them. All right? I just want to tell you, because people tell me, yo, Envy, you hit me up on... No, it wasn't me. If, if you don't see that blue check, it's not me. And I'm not going to create a, a, a different page to hit you. So Envy out there getting them $150 from people trying to shot. act like it's not him. Hello, who's this? This is Dre. Dre, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yeah, I was, just, you know, I was listening to your man talking about the school shooting, and Sean man asked that question, like, well, why don't you schools, like, airports and all that? And it's crazy, man, because, like, these people got this thing, like, oh the image it'll it, make the school not look safe and it's like bruh people go to courthouses and airports like you say every day you think people say I'm not going to work because it's not safe no they're safe in there because they go through the mail detectors they know that I these people was checked I wouldn't mind as a parent of my school when my kid's school had mail detectors that had to put their bags through those little machines now I know that you took every precaution to make sure the school was safe but a lot of people they don't what is that? They they, uh, they like to react or whatever it is. They they don't they don't put things in motion until something happens. Nope, nope, no pre no prevent defense. And I agree with you, man. Like it would really like decrease my parental paranoia if I knew that my my child's school had like metal detectors and I mean really really like make them go through it when they come in that school, check their bags, you know, wand them down, all of that. Yeah, like I like listen, I, I feel safe as a parent. Like, I right, boom, I like that. Now I'm, I'm telling my kids these schools all four years we not transferring nothing because you guys just making sure nothing happened like most of these people wait till something happened then they want to put stuff in place like, oh we, we we sorry for the families we didn't know this was going to happen in our neighborhood man please it happen at any time anywhere I agree my brother well thank you be safe out there get it off your chest it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club looking to turn a small bet into a big payday 
With DraftKings Sportsbook Same Game Parlays, you can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app, sign up with code ENVY, and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Trey calling from 97.9 Macon, Georgia. Just want to say to the infamous Charlemagne, the Jeezy, and DJ Emeritus, DJ Envy, my Get It Off The Chest is a brief song to Lady Lily, a farewell song, if possible. Who is Lily? Lily is an SWV. We got Angela Yee. Who's, who's, who's Lily? Angela Lee. I was, I was just He's trying to be funny, guys. Come on. I know, I know. Gosh, come on, stop. Charlemagne the Jeezy. Hey, beautiful black lady. I sure would like to get to know you. Good luck, my lady. Oh, love. I love that. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Was it? All right. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Shanice from Day Inn. Good what morning. Up? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, y'all usually give me a well good morning. Where my well good morning good at? Good morning, morning Mama. Good you? morning. Peace to the Queen, eh? I mean, Peace, yeah, Queen. it's been a minute. <laughs> What's happening, well, Queen? How are say, you? Sending you positive energy, hi, love, and life. What's good happening? Good morning, all of y'all. Solomon the God, DJ Every, my girl, Angela Yee. My good morning, Bill. I want to shout you out, baby, because I had to get on here before you left. You know, it's been a minute since y'all heard me. And I want to say congratulations on your future endeavors. You know, Thank you will you. be well missed. And I'm going to miss listening to everything you do, giving out the great, I'm sorry, I was about to cuss, giving out those great, you know, opinions, voicing your comments, everything. And my second thing I want to get off my chest is Charlemagne. Uh-huh. I have not gotten my book. Yeah, get I'm the book. I ain't get my uh, book. All right, we're gonna try this, this again, my Eddie. Time asking for my book. Who work, Eddie? Where exactly. you at, Eddie? Eddie, send her a black effect uh, snapback too. Send her a black effect snapback courtesy of Mitchell and Ness too, please. We're gonna make that Thank up to you, you before the holidays. There you go. And DJ, if y'all love you too, man, your car shows was jumping. I followed your story throughout your whole car shows. You really did it, did it big this year, giving back. So each community, and I'm really proud of you as well. Like, y'all really do it big. And y'all gonna, with or without Angela, even though it's gonna probably suck without her, um, y'all gonna do big. Y'all gonna <laughs> what was that? Do big. <laughs> well, thank you, Mama. It was just a and little I'll be, a, I'll be on right after the Breakfast Club, too. So. Yes, you will. Okay, great. So I can still listen to you, but it's, like I said, it's, it's it's not gonna be the same without the three of y'all, the three amigos. Oh, well, thank you, Mama. Where you, where you from? Thank you. I'm from Dayton. Y'all know okay. y'all, y'all should see Shanice from Day. Remember, y'all love my smile. That's you didn't right. write that song. Shanice, yep. Y'all, you always said that. Yeah, see, Angela, you oh, remember Oh, Shanice, I love your smile. Word. Okay, yeah. No, I'm I not remember Shanice. Shanice. Y'all always mess my name up. It's Shanice, not Shanice. 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 Yes, Shanice. <laughs> well, thank you, Shanice. Happy All holidays, right, Shanice. Y'all. Love y'all. I'm going to say you're back. my book, Eddie. Right, Mama. Hey, Senator, Senator Black Effect Snapback. All right, well, get it off your chest. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Power 105.1. Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
during Mattress Firm's Dream Summer Sale, you can get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price and save up to $700. Plus, get it for your adjustable base. Visit a store near you or mattressfirm.com and unjunk your sleep today. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. 
from the memes to the movements. See how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, and she smells amazing. This is Thank the first you. time that she's here in yeah, person. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, Kalani. Hey. Hey, welcome. Thank you. How's your spirit? It's awesome. Okay. It's incredible. How's yours? It feels good. I feel good today. Good. Yeah, you seem so happy, today. so positive. I love to see that. I am. When you came in, you were just jumping. You were happy. You were excited. Was I jumping? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's so happy in your life? What's, what's, so, what's so positive? It's, it's good to see um, you. What do you mean? What's so positive? No, it's good to see you. Why do we do that to humans? So like, why are you so happy? Exactly. Right. Positivity should be the, the, no, the norm. No, maybe she could make somebody else happy knowing about her positivity. Mm. So tell um, me. I'm blessed. My family's taken care of. We all have our health. My daughter is extremely genius mm -hmm. I just got back from two weeks of like different fashion weeks that I've never experienced Are and you went over to Italy? no because I want to see my child so I was like that's cool to stay another week but I want to go see my baby so I'm going home but did it take some adjusting being outside again I got a new perspective of like now I appreciate being outside more so mm. now I'm just taking advantage of every time that I'm outside so what's the perspective I mean I think I was so like nervous all the time and just like shook consistently being outside and just like okay it's one thing being super present online like you can do that from anywhere and mm -hmm. you can still completely be yourself like behind the scenes but like when you're outside like you know you have to meet people and yeah. all things like touch people and hug people and you know, all those things um but my new perspective is just like enjoy every moment like i can create the experience that I want to create when I'm outside mm -hmm. and I have a good time. As a person myself who suffers from like really bad anxiety, I enjoyed it because <laughs> like, you know, it's all the uh, external stuff that you can't control that really yeah. makes your anxiety go through the roof. So it was something yeah. about being in the house every day, knowing where the kid's at, knowing where the wife at, it gives you a different sense of comfort. I can't lie. I haven't I quite adjusted it. to being outside. But your kids, though, you, you want your, the problem is not you, it's the kids, though. You want yeah. your kids to be able to play. Yeah. And meet right? There's, there's, I feel so bad because I feel like they're suffering. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to play like who's suffering the most, but I, children are right now must be really awkward because they're not socializing mm -hmm. and they're not getting those like other, they, like my kid mostly knows adults. She has like two baby friends and we're really safe about it, but like she mostly knows adults and it's probably shouldn't be the case right mm -hmm. now, but. How does your parenting style differ from the way you were raised? I think my mom was very, she just didn't have as much support as she should have. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think most of our generation's parents didn't have the support that they should have had. My mom was, th you know, three kids, single mom, crazy nine to five. Like, I have friends that I'm like, if they want to help me, I'm like, I will let you help me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? And I think that that alone changed the game. And you're rich. You know, I can afford a babysitter. <laughs> I, can. I truly can. And my babysitter is the best. Now, now how's, <laughs> how's it going to be when you go on tour? Because, you know, you, you released a new single. Mm -hmm. Album's coming out. Yeah. You're going on tour. Yeah. How is that going to be with the baby? I mean, her dad's awesome, and he's super, like, fluid when it comes to my career. So he's like, you want me, you want me to come with her? And just, like, we all hang out, and, like, we'll go back and forth. And we just have a great system, and we're a great co-parenting team, and we just, we'll take it as it comes. Is that relationship Ooh. always like that, where y'all were great co-parenters and y'all could... Yeah, pretty much. We're both like team babies. So it's like we don't view each other in any other way than like we're teammates and family. So I wonder how rare that is because when, when you hear it, it sounds rare, yeah. but I don't I don't have any facts to back it up. But, you know, you always hear about 
baby daddy drama and baby mama yeah. drama. Like, you don't ever hear about, like, healthy co-parenting too much. I mean, I think, I mean, I can't apply it necessarily to my situation, but I think people have a bad habit of viewing each other as exes instead of viewing each other as co-parents. Or enemies. Mm, right. And then they apply ex drama and ex attention and ex, like, chaos when really at the, the moment you guys become parents, you guys need to view each other as literally whoever this baby is parents. That's Word. it. Like you need to, all the ex thing needs to go out the window. So it's almost like you got to take the personal out of it and deal with the business. Yeah, this literally. Business. And then your team baby. And if you're, if you guys aren't functioning as a proper team, then the only one that really comes down on hard, like super hard is the baby. So absolutely. What did you do different during, during the pandemic? Like I applied myself um, to learning how to edit and direct videos and me and my photographer, who doesn't shoot videos or edit videos, decided to start a production company so that the videos we would drop at least looked like they came from something professional. So what started out as kind of like a let's do like a make production company actually became a real one. And we just bought equipment and like literally sat in my garage every day and learned on YouTube. And now we're directing videos for other artists. Um, so that alone was its own like completely own thing is to that apply a different myself. passion for you now like like you want to be a, a art director and a video director so you're looking at scenes you're looking at sets you're looking yeah. at yeah i've always done that though i didn't even know that what i was doing up until this point was technically co-directing all my stuff because i'd come up with an idea and i would give it to a director like this is exactly what i want to do now you take it and flush it out and i'm not knowing that the whole time i can technically call myself a co-director at that point all right we have more with kalani when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kalani. Charlemagne? What did you learn about yourself last year during the pandemic? Yourself, specifically. So many things. So many things. I learned that I'm super limitless. Ooh. I learned that that's all I aspire to be. And it's funny because I just did a sit down with Alicia Keys. And when she said that, I was like, man, you put it all into words like... It's one thing to like be limitless and it's another thing to like know that it's possible to be, you know, because we are all limitless, but it takes a long time to unlock that feeling of like, oh, I can really do whatever the f I want around this bitch. Mm -hmm. Like if mm -hmm. I'm taking care of myself and I'm doing it the right way, like the world is mine type. Shit. And I don't know. I just I went to therapy. I started. I love my therapist. Same. There's a lot of things that I learned. I don't mm -hmm. know. Oh, so you I just could go going... forever. What made you go to therapy? Well, I was. I used to be in therapy, and then I think I got really hard headed with it because I was just like, you know, I'm at that point where like I know what my therapist is gonna say, and like I know what she's gonna tell me, and like I can apply it myself. But you truly realize like you never actually graduate out of therapy. That's right. I was just at that point where I was like, you know what? I'm a mom now. I'm two years into motherhood. Like. I'm experiencing a new set of things that I need to get the tools to work through. So that's why I went back. Oh, now, what inspired the song Alter? Um, the song Alter is about being able to maintain the relationship with people when they've passed on because of the work that you put in, you know, on this side. Um, I had a lot of people that passed away in the last couple of years, a lot of friends, really, really young. I also really got really close to my father who passed away when I was one. Um, in this last year, just like doing proper ancestor work and like making sure that, you know, they were always venerated and fed and had things to light them and guide them and just taking care of and through putting the time in and like little by little by little and really developing like a discipline with it. Just the way I was able to transform my understanding of grief. Mm -hmm. I think I lost maybe five friends that were probably all under the age of 28, Yikes. 27. 
in the last couple of years to like random freak drug situations. And I had gotten to the point where I was like, I have to understand like why I feel you guys so much and like how can I help you guys and da 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 da. And the people I'd become surrounded with in my spiritual community were just like, look, this is how we can help you, you know, grapple with that. And through that, I'm I feel like I'm a lot closer to everyone. So that's what the song is about. Isn't that amazingly normal? Like when you start doing like that spiritual work and that healing work and that energy work on yourself and you got your altar set up at the crib. You really do be talking to your people on the yeah, other side. Yeah, and then you then you start having to differentiate. Like, did I just make that up, or yeah. did I see that? <laughs> did I make that up, or did I feel that? Word. I didn't think of that. That was that was somebody there, and it's comforting. So, what, what's, what's the title "Blue Water Road" about? Well, there's a surface level title verse uh, definition, and then there's like a deeper one. But we had started the what was the deluxe for it was good until it was in my last album in this house that I did a writing camp at on a street called Blue Water Road. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And I left after the first week and went into, like, a couple ceremony processes. I came back, and I just, like, was completely different and heard the music differently and was like, this doesn't sound like it's a deluxe for my last album. This sounds like it's a completely new project. And when I think of Blue Water Road, to me, it's a river. And a river is super spiritually significant to me. And... To be discreet, but like still give explanation, like a river just it just keeps flowing. It's it's a it's a life source. And then on the flip side of thinking about it as a location, it gave me a, an ability to put people into my world because it gave it a literal location. Mm. I performed a lot of my old music and been on stage and almost had laughing moments where I'm like, I can't believe I was there. Or I can't <laughs> believe that was me. Or, I can't believe I thought that. Or like, oh, wow, look how far I've come since I thought that. And like, I don't realize it's doing things for people in the audience. But for me, I'm like, that's hilarious, you know. But when I hear my perspective as a 19 year old or 20 year old girl, I'm like, oh, baby, you needed somebody to sit you down and tell you, <laughs> leave it alone and go get it together. And now I'm I'm 26 and I'm dropping songs that are just about like, I don't really like, I don't need anybody. And I think I was coming from such a place of like need in the past. You can hear it. You can hear it in the lyrics. And now I'm just like, whoa, thank God I grew up, you know, but right. we all we all go through it. You know, I always wonder what role, what role did Nick Cannon play in your career? Weren't you signed to Nick at one point? I wasn't signed to Nick. Okay. Kind of not really. So. When I first met Nick Cannon, I was on America's Got Talent. I was 15, 16 years old. Time had passed. My band had broke up. I was like working two jobs and in high school. And he called and he was like, I see the vision. I get it. Like you're meant to be a solo artist. Like come back to LA. Let's try it again. I want to support. And when I came back to LA, he had surprised me with my first apartment. I had never slept in a bed by myself. I never had my own room. At the time, I was couch hopping between a bunch of friends, working two jobs, like I just fell on the floor and couldn't believe it. He made sure that if I needed anything, that I had it as long as I was not out here bullshit. And he changed my life forever. Like, wow. that's family to me. He silently has changed the lives of so many people. And we don't know until someone sees, like, an interview of mine and they'll come grab me and be like, you know, Nick Cannon did the same thing for me. Wow. And he don't get his flowers for that, but he doesn't. I, you gotta salute him. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And pleasure meeting you. It's the first time you've been up yeah, here. Yeah, nice to meet y'all in real life. All right, it's Kalani. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. 
talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking if social media ruined relationships. Now, this conversation comes from Drink Champs and Boosie. Boosie was on Drink Champs, and this is what he had to say. Social media f***ed up the whole yeah. everything. Marriages. At first, your bitch used to just see the n*** at work, you, and that's it. And come home. Now, she got about 30,000 to look at. But when you don't act right. Mm. And she hypnotized about all the other The is getting on Instagram. That she ain't getting. So all that time you didn't put in but no money, it f***ed up everything. It f***ed up you too. All you had to look at was your side <laughs> Your at work. Your at home and come back. Now you hypnotized. Yeah. You look at your and you see a thousand just look better. It made us whole. 800-585-1051. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, this is Rizzarelli. What's good, DJ Evy? What's up, my G? What's Rizzarelli, you sound like a cheater. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, Who are you sorry to? Listen, listen, I'll cheat on every woman I've been with. And um, I probably feel like that. So, that so, so make you a good person for me. How old are you? you no, I'm not saying it make me a good person, but it just makes me an honest person. You right. How old are you, Rizzarelli? I'm 30. Oh, 30. So, damn, all you know is social media. Listen, social media doesn't ruin every relationship that I've been in. Well, no. Without, with, 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 without, yeah, with or without social media, you would have ruined every relationship. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Tell You're us how, cheater. though. I want to hear how. Why? You got you to understand. I, I learned that people got to learn how to conduct themselves over social media. Okay. as People as in you. Well, of course, me, but I'm just saying <laughs> as a human race and all, you know, everybody. I think social media just over-sexualized everything, you know? Hey, I don't think you should blame social media on the fact that you're prone to cheat. Regardless. It also depends <laughs> on who you follow, right? <laughs> well, no, no, not really. It don't depend on who you follow and who's following you. It, it, it's just what it's put out there for, like, social media is everybody go out there just to show themselves off. They're going to show off what they're doing. They're going to show off how their body looks. And it's just over-sexualized everything. Over, social media is over-sexualized. So what are you going to do now moving forward to, to change things for yourself? So you're not a cheater. I learned from my situation. I learned from my situation. Okay. I okay. learned from my situation. You know what I'm saying? But I want as a people, as a group, as everybody, you know, uh, as a human race, you know, I want them to be able to do the same thing. I can admit to my wrongs, you know. That's, <laughs> you, know <laughs> you know, that's just what it be. Everybody ain't cheating, Rizzarelli. Some of us are members of the faithful black male community, okay? Amen. Hello, who's this? Aisha. Aisha, good morning. Talk Aisha, to us. you are the girl that I never had, and I want to get to know you better. Leave Uncle alone. What's going on? Talk to us, mama. I was saying that social media definitely messed it up for, um, you know, being in a relationship. You really a cheater, huh? Not at all. So why, why, is, it, why is it messing up your relationships then? No, it didn't mess it up, thank God. It almost did, but... What happened? No. Oh gosh! Um, you it, almost cheated. It's social media, like like we're talking about. You but know, like, what it's, happened? It's easier to cheat, cheat with social media. <laughs> All right. So somebody reached out to you. You responded, even though you have a man, or what? No, actually, I um, saw it on the social media. I snuck the phone and read, you know. All right, you caught him doing some things. 
Yes. Okay. Well, listen. It's easier. It's easier to cheat when you a cheater. If you're not a cheater, then it's not hard to not cheat at all. Right. Period. It's easier so. to get caught on social media. I'll say that. So you still with your oh, cheater? Yeah. Definitely. You still with your cheater now? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no longer a cheater. Though. That's right. Okay. We, that's good. That's, that's right. good. That's, I respect life. that. We all. Life. I'm, a, I'm a reformed <laughs> cheater as well. Absolutely. Ain't nobody here judging, right? Nobody here. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. How, how long yeah. you been clean? How long you been sober? Sober. But how long has he not cheated, man? I, I was in a cheater. I've been cheated on. I, I, that's what I'm talking about, about the man. man. How long has the man not cheated? Uh, about two years now. And okay. I'm going to tell you something. Just like women know when their man is cheating, they know when their man is not cheating. So she can say that two years with confidence. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Period. Well, thank you, mama. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. 800-585-1051. Now, what's the moral of the story, if there is a moral? The moral of the story is exactly what I said. You can literally see a million people on Instagram, but if you only have eyes for one person, then that's all it's going to be. You know what I mean? What Boosie is saying is real, but it only applies to people who are prone to cheat. Right. Me, I am a member of the, a proud member of the faithful black mm -hmm. male community. I am a reformed infidel. Keep talking, Okay? Brother. Black Keep men talking. don't cheat. All right? I've been clean for uh, October 2016. I felt that in my soul, bro. Yeah, I've been clean for over six, over six years now. Okay. That's right. All right. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lunell. Charlemagne? Now, how, how do you prepare to do shows when you don't, like, are you ever in the mood not to be funny? Sometimes. Okay. But rarely. Mm-hmm. Like they say, like Nip said, it's in you, not on you, so... It's in me to be funny. Um, I, you know, our brains, comics brains are wired different. Like I even had things to laugh at at my own mother's funeral. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So, well, yeah, if you'd have heard her friend sing. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They thought I was crying, but I wasn't crying. <laughs> you laughed at your friend's mama singing at your yes. mama's funeral? Yes, because she did like five verses. I'm like, yo, this funeral's <laughs> supposed to be over at like one o'clock. What are you doing? What was the song? I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to block it out my mind, but I do remember that situation happening for sure. Did you want the, the funeral to be over just because you didn't want to be there? Because, you know, grief is hard. Was, or, you, or did you have another gig? No, it was it was terrible. You know, it was terrible. Yeah. I was yeah. going to ask, you know, with, with you doing so much, so many shows and on the tour for nine months, yeah. how often do you get a chance to refresh material and talk about new things? Oh, <laughs> every day. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I'm not scripted type comic that, mm -hmm. like, I don't write my material down. Mm -hmm. I just, like, uh, write bullet points down or things might happen. Because for me, for me, I feel that I need to leave myself open to change. Like if I say I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and that's it. But on the way to the show, this and this might happen. Now I want to talk about that gotcha. and change the whole thing. So I just kind of flow with it. But I do have, of course, standard stuff that I talk about per every show. And I'm also, you know, preparing to do my first Netflix special. Hey. hey. Dave Chappelle, pr producer. Nice. <clears throat> and, um... I'm I'm ready to shoot tonight. You know I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't have any anxiety about doing it. I already got my fit. I already got my shoes. We just got locked down location. I, I want to shoot it in Oakland. Got where to. I spent so much time in my life, 
and uh, you know, work out some details, and then we'll do it. You feel like you get the credit you deserve for all that you've done, and and opening doors for so many different people and women. I don't really think I've opened that many doors for anybody. Number one, you don't think so? No. Why not? <clears throat> because there's nobody that's actually like me walking through them. Ooh. You feel me? Yeah. And then also, um, do I feel like I get, I think I get all the credit from the people. Mm -hmm. The people give me my props constantly. Mm -hmm. I think I'm the people's, you know, comic chick. type mm -hmm. chick. But uh, the industry, I think, is still a little scared of me because... You know, I have been known to pop off, and I know a good contract when I see one. I know a trash one when I see one. It's so much easier for them to work with a young, ambitious, eager, quasi-naive person than it is for them to get an old bat like me that's coming with my attorney, coming with my management. And then my team is black. It's not white. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, people in the industry, whether it's a musician or a comic, they get to a certain level, then their whole team turns mm -hmm. into this um, um Caucasian committee. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I'm, I I already got my team with me. Mm -hmm. My agency I work for is multicultural. My main agent is black female. Uh, my manager is black. My lawyer is black and from Oakland. My accountant is Latina, you know, my mm -hmm. house people Latino y Latinas. So I just uh I, I think I come with a lot for the average white male to be intimidated with. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, uh, my talent is, you know, certifiable, obviously. But, um, you know, I've never been a regular on any kind of show, like, a, you know, like a family, you know, like, yeah. like, 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 a I've sitcom never worked, with, yeah, I've never worked yeah. with like sad and one of those things. I've never done that. And I've never uh, had like, a lot of specials or anything like that because I'm trying to be, you know, the next black woman in late night. Mm. That's my goal because every night, you know, like I grew up in the Carson era, okay, but it's still white man after white man after white man mm -hmm. after white man mm -hmm. after white man after white man in late night and they got two named Jimmy. <laughs> so, you know, it's time to break that up. That is my goal and I think, I, I mean, I've been trained for that since before I left Oakland. Mm -hmm. so. what, what what do you think about uh, I'm just going to talk to you about some trending topics you know I, I, we saw Vivica Fox say that you know she doesn't like the fact that Nick Cannon has all of those kids she don't think he can properly spend time with all of them and you know they need black families need a strong black figure what do you think about that well I'm the eighth of eight children myself oh yes I have seven brothers and sisters it's all on my Instagram at Lunell L-U-E-N-E-L-L -E -E -L -L. you can see my whole family we just had a family unit. I got a niece sitting right there. That's my sister's mm -hmm. daughter. Um, I don't think it's a problem that you have so many kids. I think it's a problem that you have so many mamas. Big <laughs> mamas. Yeah. That That's makes a lot to of be sense. a problem. Yeah. You know, you can't be everywhere all the time. And everybody's not going to get along. I talked to Nick about this on his show on television. Mm -hmm. I don't know what his goal is. And anytime you have two women pregnant at the same time... That's problematic. You think it's reckless? I think yeah. it's problematic. Yeah. And, uh, but the women, they have to take some accountability too. Yeah. Obviously, they want to have these children. Mm hmm You know, what do you tell yourself when you're baby mama number eight? Mm. Or baby mama number nine? Mm. Nick can live his life and do what he want, but, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a baby for him. 
I'd just be a side <laughs> chick. That that has its benefits too. All right, we got more with Lou now. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. 
Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lunell. Charlamagne? I wonder why why Nick's situation is so loud, though, because I think, like, Eddie Murphy got 10 kids, but they... It he never... don't have nine baby mamas, though. How many you got? Just two. Really? Five of those kids are from Nicole. Okay. And then he's got Paige. But then it's uh, the Spice Girl. Oh, yeah, her. So, so Oh, yeah, her. I think oh, he yeah. got more than three baby mamas. Really? No, he got three. There's three? Google that. How wow. many baby mamas Eddie got three? I don't know, but that's a good perspective. I never thought about it like that. It's not the kids. It's the it's amount of baby mamas. Correct. The kids will adapt. You know, yeah. they'll play with their brothers and their sisters and all that. But if, let's say he wants to get all the kids together. Yeah. Now all the moms are together. Yeah. Whose ring is bigger, bigger than whose? Who's got one? Who don't have one? Now, Eddie Did Murphy Nick has the... 10 children with five women. Five oh, baby mamas. Oh, Lord, Eddie. <laughs> I was trying to have your back, Eddie. There's Paige, Nicole, Paulette, Tamara, and Mel, Mel B. B. yeah. I don't know Paulette and Tamara, but, you know, it's not for me to know. I don't know. What would happen <laughs> if I had 10 kids with six different guys? They'd be calling me a hoe. <laughs> so it's double standard. It definitely is. I guess the only thing I disagreed with when she said that he can't, he can't be a strong black male figure for the kids. I, I disagree with that part. He's still a, he's still a good dude. I think she meant like in the household. Yeah, he's like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, time, I agree with that. You know? I agree. He's not going to be, be able to spend the time. It's impossible. What if you got three kids sick at the same time? Yeah, in three different houses. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like, like, kids like get saying, sick. I have six and. It's difficult for me, and they're all in my same house. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I got six. <laughs> Envy, you be shooting them down. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? But they're all in the same house, so it's not like I got to go to, you know, Maryland. I just mean you're one. fertile. Yeah, that's right. Well, right. Us, us eight are same parents. Mm -hmm. So you're the youngest. Yeah, I'm the baby. Okay. Mm -hmm. All your siblings still alive and everything? No. Oh, okay. I have one sister that got murdered. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Yes. So how was that growing up, you being the youngest? Did you get picked on or were you the one that they always protected? No, I got picked on. That's why you that's why you're so funny. You had to learn how that's to snap. Why I'm so strong. Yep. Yeah. And um like I said, we just had a family reunion in Arkansas. Uh it was only four days. It's usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that's enough. <laughs> So, so during the family reunion, are you the one that has to do comedy, or you do you do comedy during your family reunion? I absolutely do not, but I have, I have, and they always try to get me. You know, you gonna be an icon, come to Little Rock. You can you do come to Texas Canada. I'm like, I didn't come here for that. You know, I came to spend time with my with my sibs. That's what it is. Now, what's the hardest part about being a comedian that people don't talk about? Um, relationship and parenting. Mm. Ooh. Very difficult. What makes it so difficult? That you're on the road? Yeah. And that's why one of the reasons why I want to be the next black woman in late night, because I want to be stable. Mm -hmm. But when I have a grandchild, I don't want to be on the road for that. Gotcha. My daughter's going to need me. I need to be around. I can't be doing this and leaving her alone with a first, you know, as a first time mother. Mm hmm. And uh, I know how difficult that was because I got I, my mother passed away, and the next month I got pregnant, mm. and then, so I had to have my child without my mom. I don't want my daughter to have to do that. Gotcha. So I want to get stable and not be on the road so much. The road is the audience is is my 
that's where my heart lies, you know, the mm -hmm. instant gratification, the meeting of the people. That's why it's not like a bummer for me to be back in the clubs as opposed to the arena. The arena is a big machine. That's a big monstrosity machine. But in the club, I can talk to somebody right there. I can talk to somebody right, right there. I can, they can smell me. They can feel me and all that kind of stuff. And I really like the clubs and stuff. But I just do not. I want to, even if I got my show, when I get my show. When you get it. Speaking into existence. When I get my late night show, I will still want to do stand up somewhere around the country maybe twice a month. Gotcha. But not not every week mm -hmm. like I'm doing. Gotcha. Well, yeah. they can see you this week, and you're going to be at Caroline's. I am starting tonight and then um, two tomorrow on Saturday and one on Sunday. That's right. So two shows tonight, two shows Saturday, one show on Sunday. Make sure you head out to Caroline's. And shout out to the good people like Caroline's that always holds us down. Greg, what up, Greg? Now, but who's the, you're going out of time, but are you going out? Charlamagne, I feel like you haven't sat and watched me. I wanted to go, I'm going to come this I weekend. Really I'm here this weekend. I need you. I want you to... I feel like people that see me is one thing, but if you don't see me on stage, mm -hmm. you really don't know anything. No, about I'm gonna come me. this weekend. I'm here this weekend. Okay, would you do that? No, nah, I'm coming. I'm gonna come this weekend. I'm gonna text Greg today. I'm coming. All right. Oh, that's. Amazing. I don't know which day yet, but I'm coming. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Make well, sure it's, I know. It's Lou Nell. Check her out at Caroline's this weekend. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. And your picture's still up there. You see, we didn't take a picture I know. Of that. I'm it's very excited down. about that. Well, I mean, it might come down from in here and put up somewhere else. Well, but. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. Yeah, man. Let's talk. Donkey of the day today. Donkey of the day goes to a young woman named Tyja Russell. Tyja is 29 years old, and she's from the great state of New Jersey. Drop on the clues bombs for New Jersey, damn it. Now, before we talk about Tyja, let me ask y'all a question out there. When the last time you got stood up? Uh, when is the last time you told someone you wanted to take them out and didn't show up, huh? When is the last time you told someone to come over and you fell asleep on their ass? I have homeboys now who are not married, not in a committed relationship, not part of this faithful black male community. And they tell me stories like this all the time, especially when we out of town. All right. Women come to the hotel and be downstairs in the lobby for hours because said individual has fallen asleep on their ass. Every time I hear stories like this, I feel for those women because to me this is a different level of disrespect all right if a man calls you over and tells you that he fell asleep on you he's either a lying because he was going through his phone and decided to call a couple different chicks and whoever got there first is who he's with hence why he is not answering for you or b you just don't excite him like that okay you're not falling asleep on a woman you are really excited to see in fact that adrenaline rush you get from seeing or being around a woman you're into is gonna wake your ass up all right you got a woman come over you get excited all right you think you're gonna get some ass so you go hop your ass in the shower and that shower gonna wake you up then you're gonna lotion up throw on some basketball shorts and a fresh t-shirt spray some cologne on roll up something smoke pour you a glass of something and wait for the young lady you called over to arrive okay i fell asleep 
You fell asleep? Mm-hmm. How boring was your box that the thought of you coming over puts a man to sleep? All right? So, yes, ladies, you should feel extremely disrespected when you come to see a man and he tells you, I fell asleep. That, you wouldn't feel disrespected, G, if that happened to you? Um, Yeah, I'd be annoyed that I came out of my way. And that's exactly what happened to Taja M. Russell. Now, according to the New York Daily News, Taja was the side chick. All right. That's the New York Daily News words, not mine. All right. Taja was this uh, young man. She was visiting side chick and the young man told authorities that he asked Russell to come to his house for sex. But he fell asleep before she arrived. Disrespectful. When Taja got to the man's house, she called him eight times, eight times. But he didn't pick up after eight phone calls. She allegedly texted the man. I see you want to die. Damn. <laughs> Followed by, you wasted my money to come out of here. And then around 4 a.m., security cameras saw Maja knocking on this young man's door, and he still didn't answer. Ladies, when this is over, rewind and listen to what I said about a man disrespecting you. The level of disrespect this young woman, Taja, received is 4 in the morning. You got there and called eight times. You knocked on his door, and he igging the hell out of you. Not to mention you already his side chick. What else is there to do, especially after you sent him the I see you want to die? Text. Well, you got to wow. attempt to kill him. Let's go to News 12 New Jersey to see how Taja and Russell handled this situation. A woman is accused of setting a man's home on fire after she was invited over for a late night rendezvous. Police say this month, 29-year-old Taja Russell went to the home on Barber Avenue. NorthJersey.com reports the man fell asleep, did not answer the door. They say that's when Russell set the home on fire. The man was taken to the hospital with burns and smoke inhalation. Taja was determined to have a hot date. All right. Uh, remember when I told you that if a man falls asleep on you before you get there, that means the thought of your poom poom makes him sleepy. You out there giving out that boring ass box. Well, I think Taja realized that in her mind and she was not leaving that house that night without the word fire coming out of that man's mouth. She wanted that word to be used to describe her vagina, but she didn't get that opportunity. So she decided to set his crib ablaze. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Other than her having an arson charge and an attempted murder charge and being held without bail, I kind of feel her. All right, see, let this be a lesson to you fools. All right, stop standing women up like that after you done wasted their time, energy, and money to come see you. All right, it's disrespectful and just not right. But ladies, don't be like Taja. When a man doesn't value you, doesn't appreciate you, stands you up, don't do what Taja did, even though it hurts not to react. All right, don't do what Taja did. See, I I know you really want to work this out, but I don't think this man is ever going to change. All right, when you do, but they don't, I just think it's best you go your separate ways. All right, sometimes you have to ask yourself, why should I stay in this relationship when you're hurting, baby? You ain't happy, baby. Plus, there's just so many other things you got to deal with. So I just think that you, you, should, you should let it burn. Wow. <laughs> might, might just put, buy some M&Ms or something, some peanut M&Ms or something. My man. goodness. I feel her pain a little bit. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now she was we... very literal and true to her words. She words. was, but that's what she get for having her hot ass out at four in the morning. All right, we got more coming up next. We're the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. If she has an issue respecting what you need from her, then it feels like. You know, I don't know how a relationship can work if you're telling somebody that certain things aren't acceptable and they're not in agreement with you or they're not saying, "Okay, I'm going to let him know not to call me anymore. I won't take his calls anymore. Is she still speaking to him? Well, according to her, she hasn't spoken to him. And I believe her. Okay. my, 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 My deeper concern 
is the fact that there's, the re, there's this reoccurring theme of selfishness that she doesn't seem to get. Mm -hmm. But you said she's not talking to him at all, so she did listen to you. Right. So the problem is, like, Chris Rock described, like, the, the penis in the glass case. Mm -hmm. Like, if you allow people to hang around, you know, one day maybe we have an argument when he calls, maybe she decides to take the call. But you said she's not she's not talking to him anymore. And look, you believe her. She says she doesn't speak to him, and that's it. And you believe her. I do believe her. But So you're telling me that you think this is acceptable, like, to allow... To I thought you just said she's not talking. I don't think it's acceptable. You told her something. She told you she doesn't speak to him. You believe her. So that issue feels like it should be a closed issue because she's not speaking to him, right? All I asked her to do was to tell the guy, listen, I'm in a relationship. I need you to stop doing this. Okay, so you you want her to be more confrontational. Absolutely. So it's not acceptable for you if she's just like, I'm not talking to him anymore and just fades out and doesn't respond to his messages or calls. Right. You don't block the guy. You don't, you don't let him know to, to stop calling. It, it sounds like to me that, you know, uh, you don't want to. Okay. She doesn't address it. Right. Like she doesn't want to stop him. I, I do feel like, because I'm also that type, I don't really block people like that. And like some of my exes might sometimes hit me up, but I just am not responsive to it. To me, that's good enough. But, you know, for you, it's not. And she told you about it. So she's being open and honest with you in that way. And she's not speaking to him anymore. I think, you know, you want her to do things the way that you want her to do them. And she's doing them the way that is her behavior. I'm not a confrontational, like, don't speak to me or leave me alone. Don't call me and block you type of person. I'm more of a, if you hit me and do these things, I just won't respond. But you don't like the way that she's handling it. No, but I mean, but to hear you, uh, to hear you express it like that uh, allows me to uh, look at it from a different perspective. Because mm -hmm. uh, the main okay. thing is that you don't want her speaking to him and you want that respect, right? Now, the way that she does it is m maybe more in line with her personality. And, and, uh, and when you say it that way, that is. Right. Some people are not harsh like that or brutally honest. I'm more of a, I'm a just, you know, I'm not trying to have this conversation and do all that. I'm a just fade out. Right. So instead of me calling her selfish, maybe I could look at it as me attempting to put the way I deal things on with deal with things on her. Yeah, she doesn't have yeah. to handle it. But I do feel like if the result is what you guys want, like that's the result that you wanted. Do not communicate with him. You're still getting that result. Okay, cool. Thanks, she. And so I just want to say to all three of you guys, um, I really sincerely appreciate the way this show has evolved into uh, a voice of the community. Like, I really appreciate that. I just want to let you guys know that. I think you're dope. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you, you listening. You're the best. But yeah, so I wish you luck with your relationship and, you know, keep those lines of communication open. She should be able to tell you anything. I think it's good that she comes to you and lets you know what's going on, but you don't want her to not tell you. Right, right. All right. All right thanks, guys. No problem. Take care. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is C. Hey, what's your question for Yee? Um, hi, Yee. Okay, so long story short, I wanted to ask you if you're seeing this guy and you're all in with him, which I was, and he wanted to test you to see how you would react in a situation. Um, like given I was all in and he wasn't just yet so he wanted to do a little test is he there right now yes he is okay so um, what did he do to you 
Uh, he basically told me to get out at one o'clock in the morning and I said her loyalty, Sammy, and how she was always acting in a heated situation. In a heated situation. So he wanted to tell me to get out at twelve o'clock at night and had a dead straight face and let me go ahead and do so. But I was like I I was all in with you and are you serious right now? And he was like, Yes, I'm like really like like F you, I was all in, like I wasn't holding anything back and like everything was just a side. Would you let her talk? It was self-inflicted, I told him, because, like, if you're going to test somebody, why would you test them that way? And, yes, I was upset. Yes, I cussed you out because you made me feel like everything I did was a facade. Like, it was, like, all a lie. And you just look at me dead in my eyes and want to tell me to get out. He's like, well, you know I would never do that. For real, you should have laughed it off and been like, oh, you're joking. Like, why would someone think that that is a joke, you know? Yeah, that's not... That's not funny, especially in the middle. That's actually dangerous. What if something could happen to you? What if you left the so house? He said that it was a test and I should have laughed it off. I should have known like better or whatever. Off, if it's a hotline, you should ask both sides of the story. And at this big grown age, why are we testing people in relationships? <laughs> big grown age. <laughs> he said because he's been hurt in a past and every relationship. My, so haven't I. I've had my death devastated. I was going to suicide what my wife can I? Can, can we speak to him? I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah, serious. We'll talk. Because he, he wanted to talk. So so what happened? Why would you kick her out of the house? I'm an honest and loyal and honest guy to every relationship I've been in. And I've been nothing but stepped on the hurt. Well, my wife asked me to wear some lingerie one time. I didn't want to do it, so I did. We're into di- I'm into different things. I actually like but like guys y'all, y'all hear who wear lingerie and like I, I I enjoy bisexual men and yeah, I enjoy watching gay porn. Like you're not allowed to touch that for they kick me off. We could have been superstars. Okay, so he's bisexual. Remember, we was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now okay. I am. <laughs> he said now. So I, I don't am. understand the test of kicking someone out. What does that prove? And I just wanted to see how the heated situation would go if we was into one. And it was a simple little question. We never kick her out of my house at one in the morning. I but you shouldn't even threaten people. somebody to do that. How do you think that makes you her know, feel? But instead, instead, she she decided to say she was gonna spit in my face. Call me. I didn't say I was going to. I said I wanted to. What's wrong with that? That sounds sexy. Myself in this situation. So I tested her early. I'm glad I did because like, I found out how she really is. Yeah, but what about how you are? I, I don't understand you this. You don't know how he let, is Let anymore, me tell you. Something. <laughs> I was so disgusted. I was so angry. I can't remember because I baby low-key blacked out. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't, let me ask you, sir, who wouldn't get mad if someone kicked them out of the house at midnight? Not that mad. Not as mad as you yeah, act like I broke stuff. Like, I would never let me. I wanted to grab her up and just be like, He's no, really mad because I said that I, I wish I could, I wanted to spit in his face. Uh, what's, what's man lingerie? How did you turn bisexual? Now, now we asking the real questions. Okay, I'm glad. Now you asking the real questions. We'll talk about this. So like, it's not man lingerie. It's like lingerie that I would wear. And oh, you wear your lingerie. Okay. Yeah, like sometimes we match. And we okay. both wear, walk around and, wearing heels. And that's why and he thinks like, he's bi now. He thinks he's bi just because he wore your, well, your panties. First of all, it sounds. You don't let me tell you guys. His wife extorted him and had him wear lingerie and snuck him took pictures and put him on social media. Pretending like he was into it. Well, I will say this. That sounds very traumatic for you, sir. That sounds like a a traumatic thing when you trust somebody and they betray (laughs) your trust in that way. But but if you can find somebody, right? Who accepts you for who you are? Why would you cause? Why would you cause issues in your relationship unnecessarily? 
<laughs> and he's not bisexual, ye, just because he wore a woman's lingerie. No, he's bisexual he he because now. he has sex with a man. I didn't hear that part. He hasn't Ask. said that. That's what I'm trying to get to. But his wife was making him feel ashamed of it, but he right. finally found his match, which was me, because I am into bisexual men who wear lingerie and watching that type of thing. Has he slept with a man before? Hmm? Has he slept with a man before? Who, me? The guy. No, the guy. Your boyfriend. Yeah, like we both, That's what like, makes him bisexual. On a man together, like have a three-way with two guys, and he will receive and might like, be giving me oral and getting uh, back you know, from, like, I mean, I enjoy that stuff. Like, there's some, listen. Okay. Hey, Whatever y'all like to do in your relationship Word. is your guy's business, but I do want to say in reference to the question, okay, don't yes. sabotage your relationship because something previously didn't work okay. out. You got to start yeah. from zero. Like it and you, like I, I yelled it at her to get out. Oh, it don't matter if you wrote it down on a piece of paper. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, but Honestly, you guys have to learn how to communicate in a better, more responsible way. And every relationship is a risk. Are you willing to take that risk? Because no matter what, no matter what type of test you put somebody through, you don't know what's going to happen when a real thing comes up. So don't create drama because you've been traumatized before. That's why I think with guys, it's no drama with it. It's no good. Stand but, out, fist bump it out, and they're gone. A woman comes in your house, you spend sixty bucks in your no, for three days. Okay, but I don't think don't she respect you because you're like a bottom. Just stop it. But I, I will say this: I, I, just listening to this conversation, I realize that you guys don't listen to each other. You guys continually talk over each other, and there's no possible. It's way too many people can, in the room. There's only two people that you can possibly <laughs> understand each other if y'all don't get each other's thoughts out. Every time she talks, he talks over him, and every time he talks, she talks over him. How could y'all possibly understand each other and listen to each other and, if y'all not allowing each other to speak? And he'd rather be with a man. He up. just told her that. He was like, that's why I deal, I'd rather deal with a man because men, you know, don't do all of this. That's what it is. See, okay. he said that. All right, well, look. Maybe you guys aren't a match then. If that's what you're saying, your preference is. That's why I did what I did. No, you doing what you did. I'm glad I did. You doing what you did. <laughs> all right, well, look, guys. It feels like he doesn't, this is, you know, you're not for him he wants to go through life I was all in you know willing to take that risk for you know taking another chance on being hurt again by being all in with one I felt like was a match I didn't feel like I needed to test him I never did test him I made a promise to myself that I didn't that wasn't the only test I made a promise to myself first of all it's too early in the morning have y'all had breakfast and at least now you know what it is right yeah, yeah I do. so now I got to get an opinion, and I told you that that was anybody would be angry doing that, and you saying that anybody wouldn't be angry, they would have. I didn't react the way that I was supposed angry. to react. I didn't think you'd be belligerent. It sounds to me like you need a power top in your life, man. Man, yeah. would you respect him if he was a power top and not a messy bottom? Hey, listen, man. I didn't. It, didn't, I didn't it wouldn't matter if he was. I was only giving her a chance because she had me falling. I wasn't even going to date women again. That was a promise I made. To okay. Myself. Well, <laughs> what did you see? Did you hear what he said? He said well, he was going to date he, women again. Yes, Just he doesn't want to be with, with you. It looks like well, this is not what he wants. And maybe. I mean, I've moved on. We could be friends. Well, let's move on. Maybe him doing this was his way of trying to break up with you in a yeah, passive I way. I put both Gucci lips on him. I probably should have put just one of them on him because he couldn't handle it. He don't want that no more, boo. He want cheeks. Okay, you don't have what he want no more. It's over. That's what it sounds like. All right. It's not going to work if he goes through like testing them. Like, when you're testing, that's like playing game, like with people's emotions. You ever hear a crime of passion? I just guys. I don't date them. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! All right. Whoa. All right she guys. threatened him with. She threatened well, the crime of passion. He said he only f's guys. He don't date them. Wow. Good luck, guys.
Thank right. you. Go your separate ways, please. Man, drop one of Clues bombs for Tyler Perry, because I know he executive produced that phone call. <laughs> right, well, that was Ask You Guys. We answer any question. 800-585-1051. That sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. We got rumors on the way? Um. Tonight on BT Plus. <laughs> wow. That was incredible. That call gave me everything I need. I'm taking that home with me. I'm going to listen to that later on the podcast. It's great. Uh, I'm he's available. I'm going to listen to that later on the Breakfast Club podcast. That was an incredible phone call. We All right. Well, Diddy says he is uncanceling the canceled. We'll tell you what he's talking about. What size you think his feet is to have to wear a women's tiles? I don't know. We ain't offered him no expert advice either. <laughs> What, what kind of advice could she you She threatened the man with murder. She said, she said, you ever heard of a crime of passion? We just let that go on there. It's like... <laughs> well, he responded. He said, that's why I don't... That's why I only... He said, I only F guys. I don't date them. There you go. Wow. The hell? You go too far. What? It's, it's the Breakfast Club. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful 
DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. It's that time again! Ask Charlemagne and DJ Envy anything. Pick it up, pick it up, pick, pick it, it up, up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask C&E. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call us. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, this is Anonymous. Anonymous. You do not have to be anonymous on the radio. All you got to do is say another name, Yeah, bro. you could have made up a name, but what's your question for C&E, bro? He was still searching names. Either way, but look, I was delivering food, right? And I knew the person I was delivering food to, but uh, it was old co-workers stuff. And... The dude, the boyfriend, came out and started like, what's up, what you saying with my girl? And he stole on me. I'm literally delivering food, like DoorDash and all that. Dude stole on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out, should I get a restraining order? Should I retaliate the hood way? Like, <laughs> man, you know shut up. That man punched you in your face right then and there. You ain't did nothing. You ain't going to do nothing after the fact. Leave it alone. Yeah, Why just you, don't go back to that house, bro. That word is born. You better stay away from that stay man. Hey, that, that punch Hey, that punch hurt? Hey, did that punch hurt? Nah. Don't lie now. Nah. Tell the truth. Don't tell the lie. truth. So why you ain't hit him back then if the punch ain't hurt? Because it was like literally stole on me, then literally just put me in a joke hole. And then then he put you in the dope feed. So you ain't he, he beat you up then. He beat you up. It's okay. So when you got back up, what happened? Literally, he was gone. Like, you know what I'm saying? So when you woke I, up, he was gone. I, I, yeah, after you woke up, he was gone. He ain't going to stick around when you've been asleep for 10 minutes. Yeah, hey, listen. Man alone, man. In the words of uh, Craig's daddy on Friday, okay? So, so you win you some, you lose some, so but you live to fight another day. Huh? No, don't Man, you ain't going to do nothing. And stop. Why you want to retaliate? Leave him alone. He Leave beat you up. Exactly. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's already got people on his head. What you saying? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? That's anonymous too. Well, listen. I was born in 1978. I turned 40. <laughs> I turned 44 yesterday. You come. We come from an era where if you lose a fist fight, you just lose a fist you fight. Lost. Leave it at that. Just leave it alone, bro. I ain't that old. I ain't that old. Okay. Well, listen. This. This. If you want to retaliate, ask him for a fair one. Then. Oh, that's a bet. That's a bet. You better not do that. Nah, don't do that. Cause he, bro. For me, Trust me, bro. He he whooped your ass one time. That's right. It ain't worth. It ain't worth it. Cause think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. You retaliate, you do something, now you go into jail. It's a, if it's a fair one, I'm cool with that, though. As long as it ain't no... He like, lost this one and dude put him in a dope fiend. And he just gonna get put in the dope fiend again? <laughs> he lost, man. He lost you, you, gonna train, you gonna train before the next fight? Now, look. It ain't no training for this. It ain't no training for this. You need training. The man beat you. It's okay, man. You need training. Listen, I, listen, I, I done got punched on camera, bro. You done, you done seen the can I get a drop. I ain't got no time for retaliation. Who cares? Like We too old. Let it go, yeah, bro. Yeah, let it go. Famous. People already know who you is. 
That's even worse. Exactly. I got punched in the head and got seen by millions of people. You think I? You think I'm sitting around? Let it go. All the more reason for you to let it go, sir. All the more reason for me to retaliate. No, why? You're going to okay. go to jail. You're going to retaliate. You're going to hurt him. You're going to go to jail. Is it worth it? No, we don't know if you're going to. I doubt he's going to hurt him. Now, if, okay, so imagine a question. <laughs> if you go get a fair one, you and him just fight straight up. If he beat you again, then what? Then he's going to go for a third time. I'm going to call it a fair fight. you going to what? That's honest. I'm going to call it a fair fight. Dude, snuck. All right, I'm going to tell you what to do then. Because you, you said you either want to fight again or you want to press charges, right? Oh, ain't no pressing charges. You just said you want to get a restraining order against him. So to get a restraining order, you got to press charges. Oh, that, that. Oh, my bad. I want you to press charges. No, 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 no. I'd rather you press charges, we'll get a restraining order. Yeah, I'd rather you get a restraining order. Nah. You're about to lose your job, right. and you're about to go That's to jail right. for doing something stupid. And Leave that, it alone. That man, that man, that man done beat you up so bad you want to get a restraining order, <laughs> so I don't know why you acting all tough now. Let it go, bro. Have a good one, man. But no, don't hang up on this man yet. I want You, you going to let it go? Maybe. Do you, do you have kids, bro? Nah. Man, let it... Your keep, mom and daddy gonna have to visit you in jail because you're gonna do something stupid. Leave it alone. Oh, we win some, we lose some. Let it go. Did your girl see you? Did your girl see you get beat up? Nah. All right, then. So let it go. Nobody saw it. Nobody even knows. That's why. And you anonymous. Nobody knows this happened, bro. If it's not on video, nobody saw it. Let it go. Change the narrative. Tell everybody you beat him up. Nobody seen it. He <laughs> worked <it> up. <laughs> you could have called up here and lied to us. Yes. Uh, I will see. There ain't no will see. Don't do nothing stupid, bro. God bless you, man. Goodness gracious. Sending you healing energy, man. <laughs> he got knocked out. The man done hit you and choked you out. <laughs> now you talk about you want. You, the first thing he did when he called up here was say, should I get a restraining order or retaliate? <laughs> you know how bad somebody got to do you if you want to get a restraining order? <laughs> Just get the restraining Just order. Just relax, man. Come on, let it go. Ask C&E, 800-585-1051. If you got questions for us, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking if social media ruined relationships. Now, this conversation comes from Drink Champs and Boosie. Boosie was on Drink Champs, and this is what he had to say. Social media f***ed up the whole yeah. everything. Marriages. At first, <laughs> your bitch used to just see the n*** at work. <laughs> you... And that's it. And come home. Now she got about 30,000 to look at. But when you don't act right. Mm. And she hypnotized by all the other The is getting on Instagram. That she ain't getting. So all that time you didn't put in but no money, it fed up everything. It up you too. All you had to look at was your side Your at work. Your at home and come back. Now you hypnotized. You look at your and you see a thousand just look better. It made us whole. 800-585-1051. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, yo, this is Rizzarelli. What's good, DJ Envy? What's up, my G? What's Rizzarelli, going on? Rizzarelli, you sound like a cheater. Yes, I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, Who are you sorry to? Listen, listen. I'll cheat on every woman I've been with. And um, I can honestly admit that. So, that, that so, doesn't so, make you a good person for a minute. How old are you? you have no, a I'm not saying it makes me a good person, but it just makes me an honest person. You right. How old are you, Rizzarelli? I'm 30. Oh, 30. So, damn, all you know is social media. Listen, social media doesn't ruin every relationship that I've been in. Well, wow. no. Without, with, know, with, without, yeah, with or without social media, you would have ruined every relationship. Oh, my gosh. Rizzarelli. <laughs> Tell You're us how, cheater. though. I want to hear how. Why? 
you guys, you gotta understand. I, I learned that people gotta learn how to conduct themselves over social media. Okay, as people, as in you. Well, of course, me, but I'm just saying, <laughs> as a human race and all, you know, everybody. I think social media just over sexualized everything, you know. Hey, I don't think you should blame social media on the fact that you're prone to cheat. Regardless. It also depends on who you follow, right? <laughs> well, no, no, not really. It don't depend on who you follow and who's following you. It, it, it's just what is put out there for. Like, social media is everybody go out there just to show themselves off. They're going to show off what they're doing. They want to show off how their body looks. And I learned from my situation. Okay. I okay. learned from the situation. You know what I'm saying? But I want as a people, as a group, as everybody, you know, uh, as a human race, you know, I want them to be able to do the same thing. I can admit to my wrongs, you know. That's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that's what we be Everybody ain't cheating, Rizzarelli. Some of us are members of the faithful black male community, okay? Amen. Hello, who's this? Aisha. Aisha, good morning. Talk Aisha, to us. you are the girl that I never had, and I want to get to know you better. Leave Uncle alone. What's going on? Talk to us, mama. I was saying that social media definitely messed it up for, um, you know, being in a relationship. You really a cheater, huh? Not at all. So why why is it, why is it messing up your relationships then? No, it didn't mess it up, thank God. It almost did, but... What happened? No. Oh gosh! Um, you almost cheated. It's all, social media, like like we're talking about. You but know, like, what happened? It's easier to cheat with social media. <laughs> all right. So somebody reached out to you. You responded, even though you have a man, or what? No, actually, I um, saw it on the social media. I snuck the phone and read. You know. All right. You caught him, him doing some things. Yes. Okay. Well, listen. It's easier. It's easier to cheat when you a cheater. If you're not a cheater, then it's not hard to not cheat at all. Right. Period. It's easier so. to get caught on social media. I'll say that. So you still with your oh, cheater? Yeah. Definitely. You still with your cheater now? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no longer a cheater. No longer a cheater. Though. That's right. Okay. That's good. That's, that's right. good. I respect that. We all. I'm a, I'm a reformed cheater <laughs> as well. Absolutely. Ain't nobody here judging, right? Nobody. Here <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. How, how long yeah. you been clean? How long you been sober? Sober. But how long has he not cheated, man? I, I was in the cheater. I've been cheated on. I, I, that's what I'm talking about, about the man. man. How long has the man not cheated? Uh, about two years now. And okay. I'm gonna tell you something. Just like women know when they man is cheating, they know when they man is not cheating. So she can say that two years with confidence. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Period. Well, thank you, Mama. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now, what's the moral of the story? If there is a moral, the moral of the story is exactly what I said. You can literally see a million people on Instagram, but if you only have eyes for one person, then that's all it's gonna be. You know what I mean? What Boosie is saying is real, but it only applies to people who are prone to cheat. Me, I am a member of the a proud member of the faithful black mm -hmm. male community. I am a reformed infidel. Keep talking, okay? Brother. Black Keep men talking. don't cheat. All right. I've been clean for uh, October 2016. I felt that in my soul, bro. Yeah, I've been clean for over six, over six years now. Okay. That's right. All right. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? Yes. Oscar Wilde once said, people who count their chickens before they are hatched act very wisely. 
because chickens run about so absurdly that it's impossible to count them accurately. You understand that, you'll understand life. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.